Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Welcome to Confessions of a Sales Pro. My very special guest this week is a woman by the name of Radhika Shukla. She's a Senior Director for Enterprise Sales in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Radhika has over 20 years of extensive experience in strategic sales leadership and business management, serving customers across diverse industries. Having worked at high-tech giants like IBM and Microsoft, she has extensive experience mentoring and leading high-performance teams across North America and Asia. She provides strategic guidance and coaching that craft cost-effective solutions addressing critical business needs and accelerating customers' digital transformations. She has an MBA in strategy from the prestigious University of Michigan Ross School and is a renowned community leader serving on boards of four nonprofit organizations. Radhika has recently named number one of the top 10 women in manufacturing by the UK publication Manufacturing Global. A strong believer in being a learn-it-all, she has 15 technical cloud and industry certifications thus far. She is also a four-time national beauty pageant winner. Radhika, welcome to the podcast today. It's an honor being here, Ian. Thank you for having me. I, I know you're busy and uh, enjoying the beautiful sunshine in, uh, in Michigan right now, so good for you. I, I've heard you talk so often uh, about something that's near and dear to my heart as well. Which, you know, what is servant leadership in sales, and how can sales leaders maybe walk the talk, not just talk the talk? Maybe you could give us some insight on that. Thank you so much. First of all, thank you for reading out my introduction. Um, I'm a huge advocate of servant leadership in sales, and it's a philosophy that emphasizes the leader's role as a servant to their team, their customers, their partners. And it involves prioritizing the needs and the growth of others, fostering a more supportive, collaborative environment that enables the success of the team. Like my dear friend, Carson Heavey says, you know, you're not the hero, you're a hero maker. I, I, firmly believe in that. And there are a few ways that leaders can walk the talk. Uh, first of all, of course, lead by example. You must embody the values, the behaviors that you, that you expect from your team. And leaders can demonstrate empathy, integrity, a customer-centric mindset in their actions and decision-making processes. I think that's very important because as leaders, we set the tone for the entire sales team to follow. 
Secondly, developing and supporting the sales team is very important. Investing time and resources in their growth and development, nurturing them, coaching them, providing mentorship, training and shadowing opportunities. In my recent role, every individual contributor had a stretch assignment that they were doing. So how do you help them enhance their um, professional and personal um, growth? Thirdly, creating a more collaborative culture. As leaders, we need to uh, foster a collaborative environment where team members feel empowered to contribute their ideas, they feel included. So constantly sharing best practices, collaborating across cross-functional teams is very important. Then serving customer needs, I think uh, that's the crux of it all because sales leaders should constantly focus on selling towards business outcomes. What I mean by that is not being very product and price focused, but understanding what business outcomes your customers truly care about, and then being able to address those specific needs, goals, objectives over a three horizon period. And I talk about the three horizon uh, period as in you know short-term and long-term goals of your customer as you take them through their digital transformation journey of optimizing their environment, innovating, and then transforming. So that's very important. And lastly, I would say to practice servant leadership principles, you have to be able to remove obstacles for your team. You have to be able to celebrate and recognize their achievements, their snippets of progress. Um, you have to be providing them necessary resources, um, unblocking, you know, um, barriers for them, advocating for their needs internally, and when they do something nice, uh, celebrating their accomplish accomplishments and milestones. It's wonderful description, uh, Radhika, of servant leadership. I love what you said about we're not heroes, we're hero makers. I, I think that's a t-shirt. That is fantastic. I, I love what you're talking about, lead by example. Uh, setting the tone with empathy and integrity, and then your role with them is investing in them, coaching them, mentoring them, helping them shine to their brightest uh, with a collaborative environment, a collaborative, uh, empowering culture. Uh, and focus, I, I love this, what you're talking about, the business outcomes with customers. So not here's what we do, but here's what we do for you, a value proposition that goes right to the other side of the desk and, and puts it into the customer's measurable outcomes. Uh, fantastic. And you said something that's really important to me as well, which is recognition. Celebrate the wins, even if they're small. Uh, recognition is the best and thing I think a leader can do for their team. It has to be authentic and real and deserved, but it certainly fuels more motivation. Uh, and that's, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing that you, you've said. So you talk, you touched a little bit on empathy as well there. And I, I, I want to pick up on that a little bit. How does empathy play a role in sales and building stronger customer relationships? I think by incorporating empathy into sales interactions, sales professionals can create a customer centric approach that focuses on understanding and meeting the unique needs of each individual, be it your customer, your partner, be it your team member. And it leads to stronger, long-lasting, authentic relationships. And the customer views you as a trusted advisor 
which is very important. And of course, that leads to better customer satisfaction. So it all begins with active listening, understanding customer needs. You need to put yourself in the customer's shoes and truly understand their challenges, their goals, um, empathize with them, and be able to provide valuable insights into their pain points. Tailor solutions that address their specific requirements. That's extremely important. And that leads to building trust. Because when customers feel understood, they feel heard, then trust develops. And they know that you're not salesy, you're not just here to get a deal done, and you would not just disappear right after that. It establishes a genuine connection with your customer stakeholders. And they understand that you genuinely care about them. And for all, for all of this, Effective communication is very important. As I said, active listening, being situationally fluent, um, having a high EQ. It's good to have a high IQ, but having a high EQ is also very important because it shows that you have compassion, you have understanding, and you should be able to adapt your communication style to match the customer's emotions and preferences, create a more engaging, personalized interaction. Then comes customizing your solution. Once you understand their needs, once you understand what they're trying to achieve over a short-term and long-term period, you, you need to be able to tailor your offerings accordingly, handling their objections and resolving issues throughout the sales life cycle. Because empathy is also required when the customer has issues, when the customer comes and expresses mm -hmm. their concerns. And at that time, your leadership is tested. You need to be able to address those concerns effectively, alleviate doubt, and build confidence in the proposed solution. And at the end of it, to enhance the buying experience and for customer retention, you need to be able to help with Deployment and adoption, and I say that in context of the cloud solution sales that I've been doing all my life, but it's very important that when you sell to the customer, you also make sure that they're able to realize value from what they bought from you. So stay engaged throughout the process from envisioning uh, the solution to uh, onboarding the customer and ensuring that they have a delightful experience at the end of it all. Love what you're saying there. I, I, tailoring the needs for each individual client. It's not one size fits all. Uh, and driving that, that loyal, value-driven relationship based on trust, based on accountability. I also like how you highlight communication style. And, and, you know, actively, we, we were all given two ears and one mouth, but we use them more like that in the world of selling. Everyone involved would be better off. There's, there's no doubt about it. And you talk about manufacturing trust. I want to dive a little deeper on this. How do you build trust with your teams? And, you know, and, and what about building trust with customers? Because that's an extension of it all. Great point. Building trust takes time and I think you have to understand your team's motivation. What really brings them to work? What really delights them? What makes their day fulfilling? And I think for that, open, transparent communication is key. That's number one. 
um i encourage my team to always share their thoughts their ideas their concerns on our one on one on our weekly team calls be very inclusive um and just make sure that you know you're very open and transparent and honest in your communications as a sales leader show empathy i think empathy is also very very critical when you're building trust with your team members you have to understand their perspectives their concerns uh because that helps build a very strong relationship accountability accountability very is very important and as a leader you need to hold your team accountable but also ensure that you have set the right expectations you can't hold them accountable if you have not really provided clarity on expectations on goals um i think taking responsibility for your own actions holding yourself accountable is also very important before holding the team accountable for their performance and they emulate your behavior so accountability is important empowering them to be more effective in their jobs is important setting clear goals and tasks is very important and at the end i will always come back to recognition my leadership mantra is inspire empower appreciate and i firmly believe that if you recognize and reward your team members for their hard work and achievements it can boost morale it can help build trust it they feel appreciated even for smaller things not just the big wins maybe they had a great meeting maybe they showed effective collaboration in a team setting as leaders we need to notice desirable behavior call it out give kudos so that others can follow suit and i think that helps build trust with the team when it comes to customers many of the same um principles follow transparency is very important you got to be very transparent about your product services pricing because it helps build credibility being very consistent in your messaging i have often seen that that is something that uh is critical when you are building trust with your customers you need to be very consistent in your messaging and ensure that you the promises are always kept not that you have over promised and under delivered because that can erode trust listening is a key component in sales you have to listen to your customers understand their needs before trying to solution to get to solutioning and that shows that you value their input you are committed to their satisfaction and lastly i'll again come back to empathy show empathy towards your customers if you want to build trust because that helps build a long term relationship love what you're talking about with accountability there uh radika it is not just with your people but with yourself so that it creates an accountability environment or culture that you're not asking them to do something you wouldn't do yourself so that that's where i think leadership really starts to shine bright and differentiate because not everyone not everyone leads that way as we know open communication being inclusive uh, the fabric of honesty i like again how you come back on on recognition i i like to say catch them doing something right and 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 you know reward them for it, recognize them for it, and and that builds momentum and it's contagious it's it's got motivation right across the board uh and a lot of this and i've heard you say it a number of times effective communication so you talk about it, uh, it and it plays such a pivotal role in building trust and nurturing long-term customer relationships and sales what are some of the key aspects to really consider 
when it comes to effective communication? I have a five-pronged approach there that I have been following and I've been coaching my teams to follow the same. First is be very clear and transparent. Once you've understood what their needs are, once you've brought in your um, sub-teams to help them understand what their digital transformation path is going to look like, make sure you are communicating the right information consistently about their products, about your products, services, pricing, in very clear and a transparent manner. It helps customers make informed decisions and establishes a strong foundation of credibility. I've already touched on active listening, listening attentively to their needs, concerns, getting feedback constantly from them, demonstrates empathy and shows that their voices are valued as well. And it also shows that you understand their expectations and you can tailor your approach accordingly. Thirdly, responsive and timely communication and adaptability in communication style. I think that's important because when they come to you with concerns, with inquiries, with requests, you need to be quick to respond. And even if you don't have the answer, at least acknowledge that you're working on it and you'll get back to them with an answer fairly quickly. I think that also is important for them to know that you are working as their advocate internally within the organization and adapting your communication style to match customers' preferences is very important because it fosters rapport building and understanding. You have to adjust your approach and communication tone uh, to create stronger connections. Relationship building is very important and that plays a very strong part in sales, you know, personalized follow-up, sharing the relevant industry insights from time to time, providing value-added information, engaging with the customer in meaningful ways helps with that relationship building. Um, and I think it also helps them understand that you are consistent and you are reliable. You're consistent in your communication both during the sales process and after. It helps build a reputation of reliability. And I think customers appreciate this kind of engagement and they become repeat buyers. So wonderfully said when, when talking about effective communication, clear, transparent, consistent, responsive, and reliable. Those are the kinds of aspects to, to really think about listeners when it comes to effective communication. You talk a lot also uh, about motivation um, and, and team, given our world that we live in today, coming out of the pandemic, team morale is probably at an all-time low during these macroeconomic conditions we find ourselves in. What can sales leaders do to keep their teams in high spirits today? That's a great question. I think all of us are in the same boat with uh, the way things are um, today. And I feel as sales leaders, a couple of things we can do. Be authentic. Keep your team informed about the current situation, challenges, organizational goals, roadmap, where is the org headed. Share updates on the company's performance, changes in strategy, any measures being taken to navigate the microeconomic conditions. Encourage two-way communication. Actively listen to their concerns and address them empathetically. And share your concerns as well. 
I think that's the best way to get started with um, ensuring that um, the teams, they feel motivated, providing support and resources. Sometimes it's not possible as sales leaders that we have all the answers to ensure that the team has the necessary resources, tools, and training that they need to overcome challenges. They, you're, you're providing them support and guidance to help them navigate through uncertain times, be it workshops, coaching sessions, or whatever they need to enhance their skills. Set realistic goals. That's another one that I believe in because um, things are so dynamic and ever-changing. It's very important to break larger objectives into smaller milestones, Make sure you provide clarity every step of the way. Allow your team to experience a sense of accomplishment along the way. As I said, just don't celebrate the big wins, but snippets of progress. Recognize each and every individual. I think that keeps them very motivated. They feel valued. And then foster an environment of collaboration and team bonding. Maybe we could have... Um, certain team building activities, we've done that, um, you know, virtual team building activities or social events where these relationships can be further strengthened. That, that's very, that's very, very important because um, burnouts can happen, right? So as a leader, you got to make sure that you foster a sense of teamwork, but at the same time, uh, you're taking the time out to mentally recharge and re-energize as a team. So well said. I, I love some of the notes you, you dropped out of their authentic, um, you know, realistic goals, not not the big hairy ones, but the realistic ones. Uh, you know, strategies a change in strategy. Have that two way communication. Have a yeah. DAQ and A and an A and Q clarity. And and sometimes you know the, the needs go beyond what a leader can provide, but be open to bringing in other support or resources, tools, training. You you noted can go a very long way to keeping people motivated. And there's nothing wrong with some of those team, those fun team events as well. Go offsite, have some fun, make it social, you know, have some, have some, some gamification around it. All great, great ideas. Radicality work-life balance. And, you know, you have to encourage breaks, encourage self-care, foster that positive work environment. Yes. Absolutely. And it's a never changing. It's not set it and forget it. It's an ongoing process. And as you said, it's a dynamic situation we find ourselves in. So we, we, we can't just, you know, think we've got it conquered. It's every day, every week, there's going to be new challenges. And you know, if we do it as a team, we can get through them all. There's no question about it. Uh, you dropped so much great wisdom and value on the whole topic of servant leadership uh, today, Radhika. Before we let you go, our listeners, I'm sure there's a number of them would love to reach out and get a hold of you. What would be the best way for the listener to reach out to you? Absolutely. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn and um, I go by Radhika Shukla. They can find me there and I'd be happy to connect with anyone and everyone who needs uh, any support. Would love to share my learning, my career path, um, and, and would like to learn more from them as well. That, that's fantastic. Again, uh, Radhika, thank you so much today for spending the time and sharing your wisdom and experience with us. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. It was great being here. And thank you all for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, 
We would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons. More wins. With Ian Selby.